This episode is sponsored by Lahuria Studio, which are, in my humble opinion, the greatest tanning products on the market. Use the code YOURPOWER10 for 10% off at checkout. Welcome to Your Power with M. Rose, the unfiltered behind the scenes of business, modern personal development, and creating your dream life. I am M. Rose, and here we talk about all things business, life, relationships, mindset, and manifestation. So if you are ready to step into your power, then you are in the right place. Hello, you wonderful human. How are you? I am so excited that you are here. Thank you so very much for joining me. So as you may know, if you follow me on Instagram, I had a little bit of trouble with the podcast last week. Basically, the system that I record the podcast on was just down completely. It wouldn't even let me log in, let alone be able to actually send the episode to the hosting platform so that you could actually hear it. It was just being a nightmare. And that whole episode was actually really heavily focused around the launch of Stepping to your power, the course, um, which I launched and closed the doors to last week. So by the time the system was up and running and the episode was ready to be published, the doors had already closed to the course. So I was like, well, this is really just a pointless episode to upload now, isn't it? So that's where last week's episode was. I apologize sincerely for the lack of content last week. I have, however, decided that I am going to still talk about the topic of that episode and just basically re-record what I spoke about because it is really juicy and had a lot of tools that are relevant to not only the commitment to the course, which was why I had the focus for it last week, but also a lot that's going on in my current life, many people's current lives, and really it should actually be tools that you apply to every single day. And that's what I'm going to talk about today is money energy, money principles, and steps you can actually take to be a money magnet that is constantly attracting an abundance of finances into your life. Before I get into all of that, let's catch up. Since it feels like it's been forever since the last time we spoke, because essentially it has. And especially if you don't follow me on Instagram, which, what are you doing? Go and follow me. It will have felt like it's been a long time because it's been about two weeks since the last podcast episode. So where to even begin? I mean, first of all, and most excitingly, I am recording from a very professional, very cosy, very actually hot today (laughs) podcast studio. You may have seen on Instagram that I started in my new office space on Tuesday and I am so excited about it. I am just thriving here. My creativity is just at a new level. I mean, it's only been a few days, but just the change in environment has been incredible. I have already had so much creativity and production flowing. It's definitely a big move for both of my businesses. And I feel like by moving into this office and making this commitment, I'm just putting out that energy that like, this is it. This is my business growing. This is what it deserves. And I back myself 100%. And I just know that by making the decision to move into this office and I just said opus, but I don't know if you could hear it, but I definitely said opus. (laughs) 
what was I saying? I just feel like moving into this office is me acknowledging that my businesses are growing and they're not stopping. So I know that it's going to come back to me tenfold making this decision, which actually also really relates to today's topic as well. You also may have seen that I actually took a little break last week, which I absolutely loved. February was such a huge, huge month for Lahuria. I just kind of started to feel like I was chasing my tail a little bit. I felt like because I was so busy as well, I just didn't give myself the opportunity to actually process things that were going on in my personal life. And I feel like I just needed to take a step back for a moment and you know, let myself catch up energetically and give myself the mental space that I needed. So I got in the car and I drove to this, it was this beautiful barn, renovated barn, and it was in Gippsland. And as soon as I got there, I turned my phone onto flight mode. Not that I actually needed to do that. There was no reception at the barn. (laughs) Um, And I took a good book and I took my journal and I basically just took the time to reset. And I cannot tell you enough that this is something that you need to do. I cannot recommend this enough. Even if you have to force yourself before it becomes too late, before you actually start feeling like pre-book a weekend, like six weeks time, (laughs) it's a necessity. If you find that you just need that clearance of shit from your energy, I highly recommend doing something like this. You don't even need to go away. Just for a day, turn off your phone Go and sit in your yard, do something peaceful, do some journaling, really just spend the day just purposely clearing out your energy because it's it's just the best. Just do things for you once in a while. I can't even describe to you the change in my creativity when I got back, the change in my mental health, the change in my motivation, like everything, like I just needed to just clear that shit out of my energy and just get going. And it was the best thing. And I really want to make an effort to actually do it once a month. I've also been doing a little bit of house hunting lately. We've actually been looking at houses for a few months. I did mention that kind of just before Christmas. When I say we, it's my dad and I. It's just me kind of going along with him. (laughs) He's running the show. But yeah, the last few weeks we've been to a couple of auctions. I've thrown in a few bids. They were fucking terrifying, the auctions. Um, But yeah, threw in a few bids for properties we liked, but nothing has worked out um, so far. And it wasn't until Tuesday night that I realised why nothing has worked out so far. So on Tuesday, I was in the office and dad sent me a link to this house. Um, and there was an inspection that afternoon, which I had exactly enough time to get to after my last client in the studio. So it was perfect. I drove out there and I shit you not, I saw angel numbers all the way out there on cars, number plates on my odometer. I got there and the agent was so nice compared to some of the just outright dicks that I have dealt with the last few months. (laughs) So I literally like was greeted by him, was so happy to see him, like happy to chat to him. And when I stepped through that front door, I just, this feeling just washed over me and it just felt like home. Like it just, that's, that it just felt, I was just like, yeah, this is it. I walked through, my heart was just like, so happy. I just got that feeling in my heart and in my stomach that like this was it and I got excited. And then I walked out the back and I saw the backyard and the little veggie patch and I just knew. I just knew 
I, I this was it. And I texted dad and I just literally texted him saying, this is the one. So then anyway, walking out, the real estate agent told me that they were taking offers, which is what we wanted because auctions have just been blowing out and killing us. <laughs> with the previous properties, we were having such trouble going back and forth with real estate agents trying to find inspection times and things were really difficult. Like people just weren't taking me seriously. There was one real estate agent that I emailed and was going back and forth with her and she just wouldn't work with me for a time. And then as soon as I got dad to email with his professional email signature and being a middle-aged white man, she instantly gave him the first time that he wanted and that pissed me right off. So I was like, no, we're not getting that house. (laughs) Just out of spite. (laughs) But anyway, it's just been so difficult with all other real estate agents. But then when I called this guy straight after the inspection, I basically said to him, look, we're really keen to put in an offer. I just need dad to come around and see it on Wednesday morning. And he was so accommodating. He moved around meetings to suit us. He was actually going to meet us like late on Tuesday night. He was just like, yep, I'll make it work. And it was just so easy. While we don't know that it's my new home just yet, I just, I just know it. I know it. Even dad said to me today, he feels it in his waters, (laughs) which is not something you want to hear from your dad. But anyway, um, but I just know because it's been so easy. The flow has been so easy. There has just been like so much flow. And I just know that this is why nothing has worked out yet. But it was actually so funny. You might have seen it on my Instagram story. But as I was sitting down and writing notes for this episode, an ad came on the TV and I'd just done a journal session, like a visualization of myself in that home and like all of the things that I do when I try and, you know, manifest something. And I just finished that journal session and I was sitting down writing the notes to this podcast and Um, an ad came on TV that I have never seen before and there was a llama in it, which you guys will know is my universal sign. And the llama literally winked at the TV screen. Like it winked. Like, come on. You cannot tell me that that isn't the universe being like, girl, you know this house is yours. We're good. We're sweet here. (laughs) And then on um, Wednesday morning, I was sitting in the office, you know, and then the real estate agent called me, this same real estate that, I, that I'd been dealing with, and I was talking to him. As I'm on the phone to him, I literally look up and there is a guy sitting in front of me, a fully grown man. So this is definitely out of the ordinary. A fully grown man had one of those thermal water bottles and it was covered in llamas. I'm not, you can't make this shit up. It was covered in llamas while I was on the phone to the real estate agent. <laughs> I just, I just know, like I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that this is my house. So I guess you can say it's been a very full on few weeks and, you know, if we do get the house, it's just going to be even more hectic. (laughs) But I think honestly, I've just accepted that this is just it now. Like I run two successful businesses. This is it for me. I have so much creativity flowing through me right now and this is just how it is. And it's lucky I love everything about each business because it just... I love doing it day in, day out, all day, every day. I have some really, really exciting ideas and things coming for your power and the podcast. With the launch of the first course and seeing the excitement of all of the beautiful people that signed up for the course, my love for this side of things has just blown up. And I guess it proved to me that I, 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 I'm, I'm human. I have doubt in myself and I have doubt in you know, the things that I do. And I guess 
the sign-ups to my course just proved to me that I do have something valuable to offer and I want to keep reaching as many people as I possibly can and do whatever I can to help and inspire and educate people to step into their power in as many ways as I possibly can. But yes, the reason I mentioned I do have some exciting things coming up is to let you know that actually in the show notes, there is now a little link that you can pop your email in. And that will mean that all of my emails will find their way to your inbox. I plan to have at least three emails coming out every week. And the emails are going to have kind of everyday practical things that you can do, um, you know, modern manifestation tips, modern personal development tools, and sometimes even just like words of encouragement. Sometimes I'm just going to pop into your inbox and tell you that you're fucking amazing and you can do anything. So if you need that kind of motivation in your life, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> then, of course, it will be that list that will be the first to know when the new course round is announced and all the free trainings and courses that I am planning Um, You know, I've got some free courses that I'm actually planning to be launched very soon. So you'll be first to know about that. It's basically a way that I can actually keep in touch with all of you and be able to give you more and more resources and knowledge rather than just kind of relying on Instagram or TikTok or the podcast, which is super one-sided unless, you know, you DM me or you comment on something about an episode or something. But, you know, this is a way that I can just really be, have that relationship with you as much as possible. But yeah, I'm just super excited to be able to give you more, give more to this community now that I am in the new office and I've made changes to Lahuria to actually give me more time to, to dedicate to your power and this as well. Anyway, that's enough waffling on from me. Let's get into chatting about money principles, the energy of money and how to become a money magnet as if you wouldn't want to become a money magnet, right? The first thing I want to touch on is actually ways that you might be actually pushing money away or actually attracting money loss into your life. So pushing it away could be things like repelling clients, repelling customers, repelling sales through your store and just like preventing the the money coming in. And then what I mean by attracting money loss, it could be in the form of, you know, unexpected bills or getting a parking fine or your car breaking down or something like that, some some money loss that you didn't plan for. So I want you to think, how many times have you thought to yourself, mm, no, I shouldn't buy that, I can't afford it because, you know, maybe you need to keep the money in your account just in case. It's not stopping yourself from buying something because you physically do not have the money available, but it's having the money available and then choosing not to purchase or invest in something because parting with that money feels scary. You might not be certain that you can make that money back. Say if it's like, you know, say if you're purchasing products for your business, you may have thoughts like, what if I can't sell these products? Or say you want to invest in a course, but think actually, you know what, that money could pay this bill and this bill and, you know, choosing to actually play it safe with that money instead. Now, what you're doing when you're actually thinking these thoughts and making these decisions is you are getting yourself into the idea that money is a limited resource and you need to kind of save it all up just in case. You're telling your yourself that it's a limited resource and that you need to be careful with where you spend your money because it might run out. If you're putting money on this pedestal where it controls whether you can or cannot have or do something, 
You are giving money the power instead of you having the power. You are giving money the power to decide whether you can do something or whether you can have something. When what you actually need to realize is that money has limitless ways to find you and you need to spend money with the knowledge and understanding that it is an energetic exchange every time you spend it. You need to realize that money, like I said, has limitless ways to find you. If you aren't normalizing that money can hit your pocket in limitless, crazy, amazing ways, then it simply won't. You will be closed off to that happening. So for example, let's say if you have decided that your only income is from your nine to five job, there is no possible way that any other money will ever be able to find you outside of your nine to five salary. That is the only way that money finds you. Let's say that is your mindset, right? And you walk to work from your car park thinking about all the things you need to do that day, that day. Your focus is only on that job. And what might happen is you might fail to notice that someone dropped their $50 note and that $50 note is laying in the gutter to be claimed. But you're not going to see it because you never opened up your mind to see that that was a possibility. You never opened up your mind to see that finding $50 on the floor was a way for money to find you. Whereas if you did, if you knew that every single day there was a possibility for money to find you by laying on the street, you might now be a little bit more observant as you walk from your car. And because you are more observant and being open to this is a possibility, this time you're actually going to see the $50 note on the ground and it's yours to claim. And you've just manifested an extra $50 than you had that morning outside of your nine to five salary. Let's look at it another way. So again, let's say that you believe that your nine to five job is the only way that money can find you. That's the only way you make money. Now, let's say there's a $120 million Powerball coming up, but there is, there's no way you're going to win it. The chances are so rare. You don't believe that you're going to win it. So you don't bother with it because you don't believe that it will ever be you. You don't believe that you will ever be the winner of that Powerball. So you never, ever buy a ticket. That $120 million will never, ever be yours. Not because of the chances, not because it is rare, but because you didn't buy a ticket. No Powerball winnings will ever, ever be yours because you cannot win one cent if you don't have a ticket. And you don't have a ticket because you don't believe that you would win. So you just don't buy one. You don't believe that that is a possible avenue that money can find you. So you have closed that opportunity for yourself entirely. You have made that decision not to buy the ticket and you have made the decision not to win that $120 million yourself. You have not left it up to the universe. Now, I'm not saying go out and spend $60 on a Powerball ticket every week. I don't even know if that's how much they are. <laughs> what I'm saying is that if you close your mind to all of the ways that money could find you, all of the crazy, bizarre, out-of-this-world ways that money could potentially fall into your hands, then it will never happen for you. It will never happen because you have already decided that it will not happen yourself. Every single thing that happens once happened for the very first time. None of us would have ever thought a global pandemic would shut the world down for two years, but it did. And a lot more businesses and people would be in much better positions if it was something people normalised and people prepared for prior to it happening. Not that we could, that's definitely on a larger scale of what I'm trying to say here, but every single thing that happens once happened 
for the very first time. So what's to say you could win your very first Powerball tomorrow? What's to say you could find $50 for the very first time tomorrow? But if you close yourself up to those opportunities, if you're telling yourself that could never, ever happen, you are deciding that fate for yourself. So I have a task for you to begin to open yourself up to the infinite possibilities of money finding you. And I guarantee this task alone will allow you to begin to call in and see how you can call in more money into your life. So what you're going to do is you're going to grab a piece of paper. You're going to write the heading, all of the ways that money can find me. And then you're going to list all of the wild and wonderful ways that you could potentially manifest more money. The more wild, the better. Anything that comes to your mind, write it down. Write down the things that you've already normalized first, such as your nine to five salary, maybe some birthday money from Nan. Maybe you got a refund on an Uber Eats order. Write that down and then begin to go into all of the most bizarre and wild ways that you can think of, like winning the lottery, like finding money on the ground, like having a sugar daddy message you on Instagram who wants absolutely nothing from you but to send you five grand a week. (laughs) The more bizarre, the better. Write it down, normalize it, realize that those are possibilities. They might be completely out of this world possibilities, but they are possibilities. Now, I kind of skipped over one of my points that I briefly mentioned there at the start because I get so excited about how money can truly find you in limitless ways. (laughs) It's just a fun task thinking about the most ridiculous things you can think of with money finding you. So anyway, the other thing I was on the brink of talking about was actually being aware of how you feel when you actually do spend the money. So now that we know that money is limitless and we will always find more ways for money to come in, it's important to reflect that in your energy when you actually spend the money. So hand over money knowing that more will be in your bank account. More is going to come. It's a it's a bottomless pit, your bank account. Spend money knowing that what you are doing with it is benefiting you or your business and what you are doing will come back tenfold. Moving into this office space was another expense that I had to consider in my long list of current expenses for the business. And I still have to remind myself of these principles. I'm only human. I still feel these feelings. But what I had to remind myself was that by spending this money and making this move into this space... I was backing myself and I was backing my business. I had to push down the thoughts of what if this is just a high point in the business and I sign this contract with the office and the business doesn't make as much money next month or, you know, this money that I'm putting aside weekly should really be saved just in case I have a slower week in the business and need to pay my bills. Those thoughts are the thoughts that are going to come up. It's normal. But the tools I am discussing today and how we can begin to shift the way that we think to make sure that we can actually rewire that thought process and begin to spend money with loving energy. So in saying that, I knew that making this move was putting me into the frequency of business success. It was putting me on the frequency of my business being big enough that I needed to move to an office space. And by doing this, I was showing the universe that I know this is right for me and I back myself. 
And I'll tell you right now that my online sales on the day I started in this office absolutely told me that the universe backed me too. If I was to make the call not to go for the office space because of, you know, the previous mentioned reasons, I would be embodying the energy of someone who didn't back myself, someone who didn't believe that their business was successful. And that energy flows into everything that I do. How can I then expect customers to then spend money with me? How can I expect clients to book in with me and give me their money when I don't even back myself, when I don't even back myself to spend money on myself and spend money on my business? Now, there is actually a universal law to back up this way of thinking, and it is called the law of compensation. I'm positive that I've mentioned the law before on a podcast episode, and actually we can also link this back to the law of cause and effect, more commonly known as karma. So first, let's look at the law of cause and effect. Now, this law, much like the law of gravity, which is an undeniable law of the universe, This law tells us that we actually receive in life what is a karmic match to us. Basically, what we put into the universe via our actions and decisions creates the results that we get. You will always reap what you sow. What you give, you will receive. And then similarly is the law of compensation, which is basically that, but more money and prosperity focused. And the law of compensation states that we are financially rewarded based on the energy that we put out into the world. And our compensation is in direct proportion to our contribution. So basically, both of those laws tell us that if we are spending money on the energetic frequency of gratitude and abundance, that is what we will receive. And if we are not, then that is also what we will receive. (laughs) So my advice is to start to practice with the little things first. When you order food in, don't feel guilty. Instead, feel grateful that you have so many wonderful food options to choose from. Feel proud of yourself for being able to buy food that you enjoy. Feel excited and enjoy the food and know that you are spending that money on food that is actually also going to a business owner and acknowledge the excitement that that business owner will feel when they have a customer. When you get your water bill, think about how much you enjoy your showers after a long day. Even go and wash your hands and feel the water on your skin and feel gratitude. Feel gratitude that you have clean running water that allows you to stay hydrated and clean and top up the dog's water bowl. (laughs) Same with the electricity bill. Feel what electricity gives you and feel that abundance when you are paying that bill. And eventually, those kind of thoughts when you are spending money will become second nature to you. When it's time to invest in yourself by taking a course or buying yourself something nice, you're no longer going to think negatively about the money. The money is neutral. The money is just an energy exchange. So you're going to ensure that that energy in your half of the exchange is gratitude and abundance and acknowledging how wonderful it is that you get to do this for yourself and knowing that with this course comes your development further and your growth into a new being. And with your new handbag comes that pride in yourself, knowing that you accomplished enough to be able to treat yourself to something that you love. Make sure the energy is loving and not fear. Fear is actually something that is the underlying feeling of most money thoughts. Even though you may not initially feel the textbook feelings of fear, it is usually the fear of not having enough money or no more money coming in that actually creates the resistance around spending money. Now, 
diving back into some universal law and physics, I want to talk about something called entropy. Now, entropy basically describes the natural tendency for things to go from a state of order to a state of disorder when it's not observed or acted upon. If you don't put active thought or action into, say, tidying up after yourself as you move around your house, things will eventually be in a state of disorder, right? Same thing, if you don't put energy into planning out your day, you will likely not have much structure to it. So when that state of disorder begins to happen, we call that entropy. Now, entropy happens in particular to bank accounts that aren't observed. So if you are someone that is scared to look at your bank account, someone who doesn't have a budget or someone who doesn't actually organize their finances when their pay hits their account, your bank account will slowly move into a state of entropy. You may have, you know, money coming out that wasn't meant to and you didn't know about it because you haven't observed it. You didn't organize your finances so you weren't prepared for upcoming bills. You don't put money into a savings account so your wealth never really builds. It all just becomes chaos, entropy. So if you are someone that doesn't have a plan and systems in place for your money, where you actually put energy into your money and you put energy into where your money goes and you put energy into having organized bank accounts, then you will never be able to embody that feeling of abundance because your money will always be in a chaotic state. So really start to put energy into your money. Look after it, care for it, love it. And it's going to love you back and it's going to look after you back. Because if you are looking after it and you are you know, looking after your finances and you are preparing for upcoming bills and you you get a bill come in and you feel so grateful that you saved up and you were ready for this bill. You're looking after your money and your money is going to look after you in return. My final tip for the episode is to normalize manifesting large sums of money. Now, when I do money manifestation challenges, it's actually very common that, you know, the people People who are doing the challenges will actually throw a really large number in that they want to manifest. Let's say they come into a money manifestation challenge and say, I want to manifest 10 grand in three days. Now, that may be achievable for some, but if you have never seen that kind of money in your bank account before in your life, there is nothing inside you that will believe that you are going to manifest $10,000 in three days. And you've set yourself up for failure from the get-go. If you're setting wild goals that you don't think are achievable, you will never ever achieve them because the way that you manifest anything into your life is through your subconscious. And it's through your subconscious believing that that thing is already yours and believing that you are worthy and believing that that's already your reality. If your subconscious is telling you that you're an idiot and there's no way that you can manifest $10,000 in three days, then there's no way that you can do it. It's right. You can't do it. (laughs) So my tip is to set achievable financial goals to begin with. Start with figures that you have seen before because you know how that feels. You know that you can do that. Begin with the stuff that you already know what it feels like so that your subconscious mind cannot come back to you and say, you're not good enough for that because You are because you've done it before. Once you start to achieve those goals, then start to push it a little bit more and a little bit more and then you'll achieve that and then push it a little bit more and a little bit more. And once you start to experience the feeling of being able to continue achieving those goals that you set for yourself, 
you are showing yourself that you can do it. You are showing yourself that whatever goal you set for yourself, you can achieve. There's no doubt about it. It's non-negotiable because look at you. You are doing it. You've done it so many times. You are hitting these goals. So don't be afraid to undersell yourself because once you are on the vibration of that money, once you are hitting those goals and showing yourself that those goals are non-negotiable, you will be on a roll. Making money is easy for you and you've proved that to yourself because look how many financial goals that you've hit. And I guarantee you, you will continue to soar past those goals purely because you are on that vibration with ease and you believe that you can do it. You would much rather do this, undersell yourself and flow with confidence than actually give yourself a number that you are doubtful that you can achieve and shoot yourself in the foot because you have doubt from the get-go. So when you are setting your financial goal, if it feels icky and if it feels like now I'm not talking about like I'm not talking about like um you know oh I don't know like I'm going to have to work hard blah, blah blah I'm talking about pff, the universe would really have to be working hard to prove this to me like if you are seriously in doubt if you are setting financial goals with numbers that you have never seen before in your life with numbers that you truly do not believe that you will ever achieve or achieve in the short term then I forgot where I was going with this, but that's the wrong way to do it. (laughs) Instead, set goals. So let's say last month you did $5,000 in your business. I want you to set the goal of $6,000 because, you know, when you get to that $5,000, you've gotten to that $5,000, it's an extra $1,000 and that you can kind of nut out and figure out how you're going to get that extra $1,000 and it's achievable. It feels achievable. If you did $5,000 last month, don't set your goal to be $20,000 because from the get-go, it's going to be like, holy shit, like that's, that's you know, 75% more. Is that right? 75%? Anyway, uh, more. Here I am talking about money and my numbers are not good. <laughs> um, it is it was, It is so much more than you have just achieved. It's like it's it's you are doubting yourself from the get-go and your subconscious is going to be like, nah, mate, nah, it's not going to happen. And you'll probably end, only end up doing like 3,000 because you have doubt in yourself from the get-go. I actually had to pull myself up on this this month. I actually had to pull myself up when I set my goal for March. It was about $5,000 more than I did last month. And last month was my, was my biggest ever month in Lahuria. And I said to myself, I was like, right, I'm going to bump it up five grand. And then from that minute onwards, I was like, well, this was already the biggest month ever and I had a few factors that made it the biggest month that weren't brought into March. And I said, do I really believe that I can do $5,000 on top of that or should I go maybe $1,000 more? Because having two consecutive months that I did in February would be life-changing, would be game-changing for the business. So let's just go for that amount plus a little bit more. We'll see how we go. But that amount I know I can do. I know I can do that amount. So I'm going to do that again. So those are my tips. Those are my tips to become a money magnet. And if you are on the mailing list, you would have actually already gotten some of those earlier on in the week. So if you are not and you want first access to all of the juicy stuff, then as mentioned, make sure you sign up to the list in the show notes and get all of the goodness straight to your email. That is all from me. Thank you so much for being here in my new little podcast studio with me. I'm so excited and I am so grateful as always. I will talk to you next week. Love you. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening. You have no idea how grateful I am that you are here. If you loved this episode, the best thing to do would be to share it with a friend. Be that person who encourages others to step into their power too. Make sure you are following on all of the platforms listed for you in the show notes, subscribed on Apple or Spotify, and in the closed Facebook group community too. And I will chat to you next week.